This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Hundred and seventy-six. What did you watch this week? My name is Mike. And my name is John. I lacked complete confidence in the uh, numbering of this episode. Well, you uh, you hit it out of the park, regardless. So good on you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because all the uh, days are starting to blend together? The weeks. Uh, kinda, kinda. Yeah, a little bit of both of that. A little bit of both of that. Yep. Yeah. So, anyhow, how's it going, buddy? Oh, you know. I mean, technically, you don't know because we kind of didn't start talking. <clears throat> we didn't start the talking talking. We just started the talking. Right. There's always two phases. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm choking on my crackers. It sounds like it. Yeah. There's always the two phases. You know, there's the... We're going to talk about the podcast stuff, and we're going to talk about the personal stuff. And sometimes they mix in. You know, sometimes we get into like some personal stuff while we're podcasting. But generally speaking, these days we just jump right into the podcasting and then hit up the personal stuff after. And yeah, yeah. works. It works. <clears throat> there. Now that I'm done choking to death. So, uh, did you watch some stuff and things this week? I watched some stuff and some things this week. Always the ambitious one. Well, I, I like to try to be. I like to try to be. I only watched stuff this week. Oh, man, you didn't watch the things as well? I did not. What the damn hell? I know. I know. Man, I'm a little disappointed in you. Yeah, it was a... Bit of a week, so. Mm -hmm. I hear you there. I hear you there. All right. Let's close that. So uh, I watched a couple movies. I watched our shows. I started a new show. It's a new-to-me show. Hmm. You've been busy. I just watched shows. I didn't get any movies in. Um, I picked up two new shows that I don't know that I will keep going with, and uh, I finished out two shows. Okay. Well, uh, the new show I picked up, I only watched a half an episode so far. Okay. Uh, Ted Lasso. Mm. Wow. I, okay, so it's a 20-minute episode. You watched half of it? Yeah, the first one's 30 minutes. Thank you very much. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I don't know. I paused at one point. It said I'd watch 10 minutes, and I thought I had 18 minutes to go. Or maybe Apple TV is like, no, it's only 18 minutes long, so I had eight minutes to go. I don't know. I had to, I had to shut it off, though. Um, either way. But 
There was too much swearing in it. That was Wesley was oh. oh yeah, those British soccer hooligans. Yeah, they like to they like to curse. Oh yes, they do. <laughs> um, but what, what I so, saw, I enjoyed the hell out of. Okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> only get a little bit, but yep. Yeah, I like how um I really like the character. I like mm-hmm. how genuine he is. Like he's just like a naturally good person. From what I've seen so far, he is. Um, I didn't know if he was going to be an asshole. I didn't know if he was going to have moments where he just exploded in rage and anger and frustration. I, I don't really see that happening, quite frankly. Um, I won't answer those because I'll let you. I'll let you yeah. watch. But those yeah, are yeah, good no. points that I thought as well. I was like, what's the, what's going to be the gimmick here? Is he going to be Mr. Rogers or is he going to be like a ticking time bomb or is he going to be, you know, secretly just a, a controlling manipulative? I love Coach Beard, his uh, yep. side coach there. He gets some of the best lines because they're all just like really simple lines. And he's a simple guy, but I like him. <sighs> so I started that. Mm hmm. I watched uh, all six episodes of Transformers Cybertron Wars. This this part three, if you will, I guess. Now, this was supposed to be the last part, but didn't you uh, feel that it kind of set up for more? Uh, completely. I'm like, how are they like seriously introducing Unicron two episodes from the end? Right. Like, we finally get to see him. So, and... Nemesis Prime and Galvatron and just the high, kind of the whole story. And now they're back on Cybertron. They brought the spark back. And now the Autobots and the Decepticons and the Predacons and the Maximals, they're like going their separate ways. But like the war is over for now. But they're obviously going to start fighting again, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I as a whole, I enjoyed it. I did as well. Yeah. And if you want to look at as a whole, all three series, all 18 episodes, I think it is. I, I enjoyed it. It was a good it was a good show. Yep, I agree. Um, definitely nothing that I'm going to hard sell anybody on. But if you no. like Transformers, then yes, this is enjoyable. Yes, that's kind of what it comes down to. If you're a Transformers fan, you will enjoy this. There's some similarity to the original series. Um, they, I thought they did a good job of introducing the uh, Maximals and the Predacons in a believable way. Because you're like, how are they going to do this? Yes. You know, they're they're completely separate type things. I really did not like Beast Wars when I was a kid. That was not anything I liked at all. Same here. I was not an Optimus Primal fan. I thought he was just a cheap knockoff of my Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. And then Megatron, they couldn't even give him like a original name. You know, at least Optimus Primal was kind yeah, of. No, he was oh. just Megatron. <laughs> and I like how they really touched upon that multiple times in this. You know, he's like, yeah, you call yourself Megatron, but you need to give up the name. And he's like, no, I'm doing it out of honor. He's like, yeah, but I'm here now. So you're not Megatron anymore. Yeah. So I was just looking up and, and, um, Did they not get Peter Cullen to voice Optimus Prime in this series? No, I don't think that they did. Well, that's fucking dumb. Don't you think? I mean, if you have 
the he's alive have, for crying out loud. Yeah, if you have access to him, then yes, I would think that you would. But I don't know because he, I mean, he's voicing Optimus Prime now in Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, mm. which is a new uh, live-action film. Yes. Uh with the Beast or Beast Wars storylines. So Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna get right out there and watch that one. Well, it actually does release on June twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, right now, so Well maybe by then theaters will be fairly safe to go to. I feel like we were saying that last year at this time too. Probably we were. But they got Ron Perlman to voice Optimus Primal in this. Uh, the, I, okay. You know, I, I like Ron Perlman. He's got the good gravelly, gruff voice. Yeah. But I'm still not, like, those live-action ones just don't do it for me anymore. Oh, no, no. God, they're terrible. I remember being really excited with the first one. Oh, me too. And... and you know, kind of enjoyed it, mostly because of Optimus Prime having the original voice. I didn't like what they did with Bumblebee and his voice. That was stupid. But, you know, for the most part, I was like, I can dig this. Then the second one came out, and I'm like, oh, you're kind of stretching. By the third one, I was like, no, this is just dick and fart jokes. I'm done with this shit. Oh, the, the third one was one, so terrible. Who the fourth one was garbage. Product placement out the ass. and Ugh. Bumblebee was pretty good. Yeah. The fourth one is what really cemented me, uh, Michael Bay, as a shitty director to me. Yep, I can understand that. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow. What did you think of that this week? Um... (sighs) I know that we quite often use the, well, it's legends and they do it well. Uh, but I feel like in this one, they really kind of introduced and then wrapped up a pretty massive thing very quickly with this bowling alley mm-hmm. at the edge of the universe. Like the whole, the, at least make it a two parter, you know, and let the cliffhanger be that we discovered that the guy's bowling with earth. You know, that was pretty major. Yeah, no, they pretty much said that like straight away. Yeah, and I don't know how he suddenly got to take Earth just because they opened up that puzzle thing. And also what doesn't make any sense is if they're supposed to be these champion great bowlers, their scores are not very good. No, they really weren't, were they? No. I mean, like 156, I think they'd at least be bowling in the 200s or hot. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If they're so great, no one beats them. Yeah. So either that or the entire rest of the universe just really sucks. Like, you know, third, third grader birthday party level sucks. Yeah, basically. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was, it was, yeah, it was a show yeah. that was on. Yeah. It was, it was an episode of legends. Like we didn't really get any development. We got a little bit of like characters talking to each other and, you know, not really backstory, but like sharing, getting a little closer. But yeah, of course, you know, Spooner has to get her finger crushed. She's she's a master 
bowler, but, you know, is dumb enough to put her finger on the ball while there's another one coming up the conveyor. Like, I don't even bowl. And I know that that's not something that you do. Right. We did go bowling that one time. Uh, and, and you stepped on the actual alley lane and you started slipping. And it was the most hilar- one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen in person. And it's funny, like, as I was saying, I don't go bowling. It immediately flashed in my head. Mike's going to tell the story about me slipping on the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, like your foot slipped. And so you put your other – you tried to plant yourself on your other foot. And that slipped, too. And then, like, somehow, comically, you managed to stand upright with your feet one foot after another slipping. Like, you were doing a little dance number, but your feet were slipping. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally, like, fell down – you like gracefully laid down on the ground as most like, like an absurd, like there's no thud. It didn't even appear like nope. you got hurt or even bothered you. You were just like, oh, I'm on the ground. Yep. Just like, uh, all right, I'm down now. It was in a word, hilarious <laughs> and just absurd. Almost like a final destination level of absurdity, except instead of death, it was safety. Yes. <laughs> Uh, um, outstanding. We uh, we watched Dead Pixels episode four. Only two episodes left, sadly. So this uh, this kind of shocked me. Like this episode, the end well, how so? Of it. Well, um, <clears throat> character growth. Like for Nikki and um, I'm blanking on her name there, Meg. Mickey and Meg, you know, they were both like, no, there's a time limited raid boss. Uh, We have to queue up for him. They're sitting in line and each of them had like a date. You know, Meg had the plumber guy coming over and uh, Nikki had that girl who he's been talking to. And now the trolls are beating the crap out of him and, you know, dropping cows on him and just doxing him. I love how in the beginning he got uh, swatted. And he thought that it was just great. He's like, oh, look, we got swatted. And they're like, no, they sent over two lazy cops. This wasn't a swatting. But um, the the reason that it surprised me was that because by the end, like, plumber dude, Gus or whatever his name was, Gary, like, yeah. he had come back and he, like, wanted to open up to Meg and, and have some mommy issues. And he was feeling very vulnerable. And she actually turned off the game and went over and let him cuddle her and Nikki did the same thing like he stepped out of the queue line and went to have a picnic with the girl like oh and then they laid down they did their avatar sex yep yeah that was interesting as well I thought it was kind of peculiar for both of them to give up their game like they never have well at the same time though um Usman he's a new level of, of just craziness where his wife sends him to therapy and he actually brings his game system to therapy. So him and his therapist can play the game together. Uh huh. And, but he refuses to teach the therapist how to play. Yeah. And they stand, he stands in line and he does do the boss raid and he actually gets his therapist to help them out and kill the boss. And that was kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he hugs the therapist. The therapist's like, well, how do you feel about this? How does this feel? He's like, it feels safe. Okay. Do you think you could do this with your wife? 
Yeah, yeah, I think maybe. I think maybe I could. So it's like we all got some growth, and I assume that next week they'll all be back to themselves, but it was very interesting. Like, I legitimately expected them to just be like, nope, um, we're raiding. This is the thing. You know, because Meg did that the whole episode. She was like, just keep it busy. I loved how um, her roommate there, oh, God, I want to say Janice, but it's not. Allison. Um, Allison. Um, Allison Janney. There we go. So Allison is supposed to be having a date with her guy, but at the last minute, air quotes, he uh, he got called into work, so stuck her with his three kids that he had never mentioned until now. And I love the fact that like we kept alluding to the one of them being a complete monster, like the youngest one is a complete monster. Never got to see her yeah. do anything, but Allison's like, yes, yeah, she's a nightmare. Yeah, and he's this is a married guy, by the way, who they're like. You know, he's not going to leave his wife for you and this and that. And Allison's complete denial over what's actually going to happen. Happen, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it kind of ends the way it ends. With it's, her babysitting his three kids because he's got to work. Yeah, It's very interesting because, like, Allison is supposed to represent the sane one of the group. You know, these two are the shut-ins who just play this game all the time in the dark. They're supposed to be the socially maladjusted ones, and she's supposed to be the socially well-adjusted one. Yet, she never has luck with dates to the point where, like, now she's getting fucking gaslit, and she's got a guy who's just like, here you go, take care of my kids, Um, I'm going to be out with my wife. Well, now, here's my thing about this. Okay. In this episode, like you said, Allison's the one that they, they've switched roles. Allison's the one who's in a wreck, and Meg and um, Nikki kind of unplug from the game, if you will, or unplug from their normal game behavior. Meg specifically unplugs from the game. Nikki does something else. So they're kind of being the normal ones if you will or the the more well-adjusted ones whereas allison's the one so they've, they've swapped roles in this episode mm-hmm. yep yeah. so, very interesting yeah i still yeah. enjoy the show i'm sad that we only have two episodes left but you know i enjoy the hell out, <clears throat> the hell out of it yeah i'm pretty sad we only have two episodes left as well because it's it's good stuff it's good stuff then it'll be gone for like a year. We'll forget Good about it. And then we'll come back stuff. and we'll go, oh, hey, there it is. Yeah, well, last time, wasn't it gone for like two years? Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was gone for two years. It was very sad. Yeah. Uh, American Horror Stories. This episode was interesting. It was actually interesting. Um, I didn't hate it like I hated Bale. Yeah, same, same. So basically, this uh, family is off in the woods doing their ver version of camping, which is just he brings a porta potty and a in an outhouse tent, whatever. Um, their five year old goes missing. Fast forward, whatever it is, seven, eight, nine, ten years later. No, it's one year. Is it only one year? Yeah, because she said, you know, we were. Uh, it's been a year. Oh God, it had to have been longer than that. That kid looks so much older at the end. Mm, didn't look he like did a six year old. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like it's been a year, but regardless, some time has passed. They've separated husband and wife. Yeah. And this hunter shows up and he's like, here on my game camera, I got a picture of your son. And there's these drug cartel people out here, yada, yada. It was, it, they teased a Bigfoot story, 
but it kind yes. of ended up being a Hills Have Eyes story. Yes, I was thinking that this is like the uh, the Rite Aid version of the Hills Have Eyes, actually. Yeah, but uh, I thought it was really well done. I thought it was a cool kind of original style story, how they mixed everything kind of together, and I, uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I didn't like I said, I didn't hate it like the other one. It wasn't the greatest thing, but it was it was enjoyable for what it was. Uh, oh, my cats are mad that there's a cat outside. Um, oh, it happens. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the some of the stuff in the air, like almost felt rushed. Like I, I it is 10 years later. Oh, is it? OK. Yep. I thought they said one year, but maybe it's it they separated a year. I don't know. Um, yeah, I felt like the uh, the guy, the park ranger who was in the tower was a little like unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it was OK. I, uh, I will tell you that I finished the White Lotus this week. Oh, how was that? Well. It's getting a second season, but it's going to have a whole new cast. So it's going to be one of those, like, it takes place at the same resort, but not the same people. Yep. Um, Yeah. I was, it's funny, this past weekend, I was down in uh, Wyndham at Julia's sister's house. And her aunt and her sister were talking about shows that they were watching. They're like, oh, that White Lotus. And they're like, yeah, I got into that. And on your recommendation, and I'm a couple episodes in, the, uh, the people, I don't know. And I was like, they're all awful. And they're like, yes, they're awful people. I was like, yeah, I hate the people in there, but I, I want to know who's in the box. They're like, yes, I want to know who's dead, but these are awful people. So it's not just me. Like these are, they're very entitled, terrible people. They all have their own agendas and like every one of them I wanted to see in the box. And there's no happy ending at the end of this series. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was definitely not worth it. Save yourself some time. Don't bother. So yeah. I guess maybe you just said it. Were you satisfied when you found out who was in the box? No, no, I oh. was less than satisfied. Um, okay. For starters, it wasn't somebody that I wanted to see in the box. Uh, yeah. And there was no real reason behind it. And then like the worst of the people actually not only got away with murder, quite literally, but also like, got everything that they wanted in the end. So I really hated that aspect of it. Mm. Yeah. Jicks. So I did not watch Smigadoon. Schmigadoon. Um, I will catch up on that. I'm sorry, which one didn't you watch? Schmigadoon. I did not either, but I'm going to catch up this week. I think yeah. it's actually only six episodes as well. I think it's done. Yeah, we might as well just finish it. I think we've watched three. Yeah, uh, the only other show I've watched this week that I can recall watching that we talk about. I mean, I watched we watch you know Kate and I watched Deadliest Catch. We like it this season. Uh, we've been watching America's Got Talent. It has not been good this season. No, like you first, had said that in the beginning, and I keep yeah, waiting for it to get better. You know, it's just not like the first couple episodes. First couple audition episodes were good, but they had like eight audition episodes, which is unusual, and. Yeah, they just got worse and worse as time went on. Mm. And then they took that big break because of the Olympics. 
And then they just came back and they had their first live live episode one and it was just like blech, it was rough. Yeah. That's too bad. It was rough. But the only other show I've watched this week was What If. Um well I did watch that, but like I said, I picked up two new shows and I'm not sure I'm gonna keep either one of them. Uh okay. so I watched the first one and a half episodes of that reservation dogs. Oh Hulu. I watched that as well. I watched the first episode. I didn't think that it was a bad show, but it's just, it's not really for me. Like yep. I was watching yep. it and it just didn't really do anything for me. Like I couldn't tell if they wanted it to be drama or serious or comedy or thriller. And none of those seemed to fit. And it just, it really didn't do anything for me. So yeah, I didn't think it was bad, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I applaud what they're doing there, but yeah, it's just not for me. Not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one that kind of came out of nowhere was um, they've rebooted yet again Fantasy Island. Yes. And I thought about starting that. And then I thought, I'm going to wait to see what John says about the first episode. So it's interesting. Um, it's very much like Fantasy Island of the past. So you've got a Rourke. This time it's a, a Spanish woman. And she says that, you know, it's been handed down through her family for generations. Um, she uh, she has taken over recently. Um, we have two different people who are here. One is a, well, we have a couple, an older couple. And the woman has like stage four cancer and she's going to die. So they just wanted to have one last fling. And their whole fantasy is that they're young. And so they turn young and they're adventurous and they can dance and feel good. And then the other one is, um, Oh God, she was Dr. Miller on scrubs. Um, you know, the one that Turk had to uninvite from the wedding. And then she's like the mom on prodigal son. Um, but she is basically a news anchor who's gotten passed over because she's a little too old. You know, she's not young chicken anymore. And, uh, she has a very bad um, relationship with food because uh, it turns out it's her stepfather over the years called her fat and told her that, you know, she was always going to be gross, blah, blah, blah. So um, her fantasy is that she wants to be able to eat whatever she can and never gain a pound while on the island. Um, it was enjoyable because it's it kept true to the fantasy island thing, you know, like a um, Twilight Zone kind of thing. And, of course, you know, each of them talk to Rourke because they aren't happy with what's going on or, you know, they want to change something about their fantasy. And Rourke is very much like, mm, this is what's supposed to happen for you. So, yeah, I would I would recommend you check out at least the first episode. Is it an anthology series as far as each episode is different? Yes. Yes. So okay. you'll have the same Rourke, uh, but you will have different guests to the island. Okay. Much like the original series, not like the movie. Yeah, I, I give it a recommend. Not a hard sell, but a recommend. Alrighty. And yeah, other than that, all I watched was What If. What did you think of What If? I thought that um, I needed more episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that I needed more time with this episode. Um, yep. I thought it was too bad that they didn't get all the original voices in there. Um, but 
I I really liked what they did with it. It's definitely something like I know they say, oh, you don't need to have watched the movies. You kind of need to have watched the movies to get all the inside oh, jokes. No, all no, the no, 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 no. You absolutely need to watch the movies to get yeah. this. I like how we get the introduction from the watcher. Mm-hmm. I like how we get to um, the point where. Uh, like when they invite Peggy to leave because she's lucky to be there mm-hmm. and she basically says, no, I think I'll stay. And the watcher's voiceover, you know, which Jeffrey Wright's amazing at goes right uh-huh. to. And this is the moment when basically a divergence happened or mm-hmm. this, this timeline changed. I like how they're pointing out, okay, uh, everything stays the same except, oh, now it changes because of this. Uh, I liked it a lot. I loved Captain Captain Carter. Yes. Uh, I thought I thought Captain Carter was outstanding. I like how basically we got uh, a young or an early version, if you will, of Iron Man with Steve Rogers as yes. the Hydra Stomper. I thought that was fantastic. Um, you know, I like how oh, it could be worse. They could have you doing USO tours in some spandex costume. <laughs> yep. uh, no, you need to watch the movies to get the inside jokes. Can you enjoy it without? Yes, but no, I don't. I think you miss out on a lot by have not. It's kind of like saying, the movies. can you enjoy Cheerios without the milk? I mean, technically, yes, but, but you're going you to get so much more. Exactly. So I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a fantastic job. And I just I love that each episode's kind of a monster of the week, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I like how cleverly they still had Captain Carter kind of put on ice for 70 years, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, just instead of actually being frozen, she got put into pulled into the uh, Tesseract portal. Or she put, well, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah. So we basically get to continue her story because I have, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a feeling that, you know, with this, what if they're going to tie them in kind of like they did with the Avengers um, where, you know, we had individual stories and then they get tied into a grander thing. So, you know, we might see their version at some point of a catastrophic event, like an Avengers level thing and have, yeah. you know, Captain Carter instead of. Yeah. I'm looking nope. forward to future episodes. That's for Me sure. Me too. I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I believe this next episode that we're going to get on Wednesday is uh, is um, Star-Lord, but instead of Peter Quill, it's T'Challa. And this is the one that Chadwick Boseman recorded lines for before he passed away. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I heard... Uh, it's interesting. Did you see that they had some ideas for what if episodes that they couldn't do because they were too um, they were too hard for Disney Plus? Like one of the stories that they were going to do was um, you remember the animated Spider-Man series where he uh, he took an experimental thing and turned into a Spider-Man, you know, a man yes. spider. Yes. Uh, they were going to do something like that, but they couldn't do it. They've still got the zombies, which is OK, but apparently that was just a step too far for Disney. Okay. I'm guessing because, you know, he's a hero and heroes aren't supposed to be bad, but then he would have been like eating people. Right. Uh, movies. You say you didn't watch any? Correct. I watched yeah. three movies. 
Um, on Friday, this past Friday, because we're recording on Monday the uh, 16th, on Friday it was Friday the 13th. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. So as customary, when a Friday the 13th rolls around, you got to watch Friday the 13th. So uh, Johnny came over, and uh, we watched part four. Uh, final chapter, the episode, the episode, the chapter where Jason actually is killed because mm-hmm. he's not in the first one. He's the killer in parts two, three, and four. He's actually killed in part four. We did not watch part five. Okay. Uh, new beginning. Uh, and Jason's not actually in that one either, incidentally. And then we watched part six which is called Jason lives and part six is actually the first time he becomes a supernatural being. Right. And part six is actually my favorite, uh, favorite movie in the series, if you will. Yes. I, I have to agree that, you know, the twist of like number one was cool. Uh, but yeah, I think six is when it really simultaneously peaked and started dropping off. Like, yep. Yeah. Like That's it accurate. built up to six and six was like Mwah, chef's kiss. And then from there on, it was like, what else can we do with this idiot? Yeah. Oh, let's bring it. Let's bring a telepath in to battle him. Oh, let's yeah. send him to New York. Oh, let's put it. Let, let's let's make him a like a worm that crawls around mm-hmm. from person to person infesting them. And so that they become Jason Voorhees until he then. Yeah. Okay, that that sucked. And then, oh, I know. Let's put him in outer space. Mm-hmm. Now let's have him fight Freddy Krueger. Yep. Yep. Oh, and now let's make actually a pretty pretty damn decent reimagining in 2009. Yeah, which apparently everybody else hated, but I thought was pretty good. Well, it's just like everyone hates the uh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street update or reimagining or whatever you want to call it with uh, Jackie Haley, whatever. Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley, yeah. I liked it. I did as well. Yep. So. So to hell with uh, all them. Yep. The other movie I watched was uh, a new Netflix. I don't know if it's a new. Yeah, it's a Netflix original movie, I think. Uh, Beckett. That one I don't know about. Yeah, I think it just premiered, so I don't want to give away too much. And obviously, if you haven't seen it, but it stars. Um, John David Washington. He is an American tourist in Greece. And his girlfriend is uh, the actress playing his girlfriend is Alicia. Uh, the, the candor. This isn't the one where he has the samurai sword, is it? No. Okay. No, definitely not. Um, anyhow. Um, no, basically he is a uh, he's an American tourist in Athens, Greece, with his girlfriend, and um, there's going to be like a big political thing going on. So they decide, hey, well let's let's drive out to a hotel far away from the city. Um, an accident happens along the way, and he kind of gets he gets mixed up in something he doesn't understand, and assassins come after him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give away too much. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. I, I like John David Washington. I've enjoyed him in all the flicks we've seen him in so far. You know, it's Denzel's son. Yes, I like him. Um, yeah, yeah. He's been in, he was in um, 
Um, Black Klansman. He was the star. The Old Man and the Gun. Tenet. Malcolm and Marie. Uh, Beckett, obviously. So I, I, I enjoyed it. He was in the cast. He was on Ballers. The uh, the Rocks show he Ballers. had on HBO. Ballers, yeah. Ballers. I don't know that he should be bragging Ballers. about that one, but he was yeah. on Ballers. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so I, I thought it was solid. It's worth your time. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. <sighs> trailers and news and such. Yeah, uh, not a lot of trailers this week. I think there yeah. were only like three trailers, and then you had some uh, stuff that you sent me. But um, <clears throat> trailer-wise, uh, we've got a new one coming out on Amazon Prime Video called Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Yeah, it looks kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Like, he wants to be a drag queen. It's a musical. It's a series. Yeah. Um, does look interesting. I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, at the beginning of the trailer, I wasn't too sure about it. By the end of the trailer, I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Yep. Um, clickbait, uh, looks like it would be better as a movie than a TV series. Yeah. After you said that, I went back and watched it again. I was like, yeah, I could see that. Cause it feels like as a series, it's going to stretch out too long. We're going to have too much dragging us down of, you know, the women in his life being like, is he really terrible? Is he really a prick? What's, what's the truth? So. Yeah. It's just, I, uh, yeah, it's just, we've had that happen a lot recently, where it's like, okay, this would be a better movie than a TV show. Or mm-hmm. this would be a better TV show than a movie. But mostly, this would be a better movie than a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So I sent you a uh, Friday the 13th fan film. It's called 13 Fanboy. It's going to be coming out in October. It is being directed by Deborah Voorhees, her real name, by the way, who played <laughs> Tina in A New Beginning which is part five. Mm-hmm. And apparently uh, she is now taking upon herself to return to the world of Friday the 13th with 13 fanboy, which she just, she's directed. It's a, basically it's a, um, it centers around the Friday the 13th franchise being killed off by a fan. It's coming out on October 22nd to theaters, drive-ins and video on demand. And it's the cast includes a lot of people that were in the past in Friday the 13th movies like D Wallace, Kane Hodder, Adrian King, Corey Feldman, a um, bunch of others. And then another Friday the 13th fan film got released. It's got its world premiere on Friday. And then on Saturday, it actually came out Saturday. They released it on their, their, um, uh, youtube page it's about an hour long it's called jason rising so i have not watched it yet but i heard a lot of hype for it and the guys that did the womp stomp people that did um never hike alone and never hike alone in the woods and all that other stuff the other friday 13th fan films mm-hmm. um uh, they're they're putting it over it as being excellent so and they did a great job hmm. so i do want to check that out yeah uh, and then apparently I <laughs> yes, sent you a bunch us, of, vi- tell us about this. So I sent you a bunch of videos on this, but apparently some, the, some lady and the, she started a petition and they wanted to name this new building in Edmonton, Alberta, that they're building the, they wanted to call it the Nathan Fillion civilian pavilion, which is just brilliant. Yes. So they started this petition even in Warner brothers kind of get on it and they had the suicide squad, actors and actresses from the movie 
talk about how they support, fully support the Nathan Fillion Pavilion, uh, Civilian Pavilion. And they just basically had them all say it over and over and over again. And then I, so I sent you that video. I sent you the story behind it from the, from the girl that kind of started the petition. I sent you a video of him talking about it and how he thinks it's hilarious. And then, of course, as I'm watching all this, I see like, that, that same woman put, oh, we, we did it. The uh, Edmonton City Hall for the weekend of uh, the premiere of the Suicide Squad renamed the building with a big banner on the side of the building that's called the Edmonton Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. So I thought that was just <laughs> hilarious, like the whole thing. Yeah. Um, oh, they released the cast of How I Met Your Father. Mm. What'd you think of this? <laughs> Um, I had seen it just before you sent it to me and I don't know, like, I, I thought we got a little too much description of all the characters and none of them really made me want to watch the show. Yep. You know, it seemed like everything that they're going for in there is a little too like nuanced. They had magic in a bottle. Mm-hmm. With how I met your mother, and I just yeah. don't think this, and, and and I don't mean to doubt it, but I just I don't know how, uh, I, yeah. I mean the the boy the girl meets world premise worked, but that was twenty years later, whatever it was, thirty years later, and Corey and Topanga are adults and they have their own kid and it's their daughter. But if you noticed, if you watch that show, as much as it was about their daughter really to snag the people in they really fell back on the old boy meets world storylines a lot of it so mm-hmm. um and it's it's been too soon like the show hasn't been off the air that long and i don't know i guess we'll see i'm not going to write it off but i just it didn't excite me if you will yeah i legitimately like <clears throat> i don't see any need for this since it's not a continuation, it's not like yeah, uh, it's unrelated. Yeah, it, it just yeah, it's dumb as far as I'm concerned. Because when they first announced it, I thought it was gonna be um her story, I guess. But we already got that essentially. Yeah, the mom's story, the, the mother's yeah. story. And I mean, it was condensed, but we got yeah. it. Yeah. So. You sent me a trailer, a trailer, a, tra- a trailer of an anthology called The Premise. Yes, by B.J. Novak. What do you think of this? I can't wait for this. Um, it's it's Black Mirror, but not necessarily all technology based, and like a more twisted version. Like there's a guy who is what was it like? He's videotaping himself. It, it's a sex tape, but in the background, he catches a cop beating a guy. And so now he's like, do I turn this over? But then everybody's going to see the sex tape of me. Like, and that's just one of the stories. There's like three, four, five different stories. It's got a huge cast. It's one of those, like the cast screen comes up and it's just like all these names that you recognize down both sides. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I, um, I think it's going to be good as well. And um, it's going to be a true anthology. So I'm always happy about that. Yes. And that's it. Um, I've, I've got a few news items. Sure. I didn't have in there. Um, 
Idris Elba is going to be Knuckles the Echidna in the next Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Okay. Um, this will be interesting because when Knuckles was first introduced, he was a, a villain. You know, Dr. Robotnik or Dr. Eggman or whatever um, convinced him that Sonic was the bad guy and got them to fight. And then when he realized that, you know, he was being manipulated, he came around. And so he's kind of been a friend to Sonic slash um, uh, looks up to him. He's not as fast as Sonic, but he's strong. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I love Idris Elba, though, so of course. Um, Chloe Bennett is out of the Powerpuff Girls show. She has left for scheduling conflicts. So this is the one where they already announced it. They showed us a behind-the-scenes video, and then they scrapped the entire pilot and had to reshoot it from the ground up because apparently it did test well. Now she has bowed out. I don't think this thing's ever going to get off the ground. Was this supposed to be a live action? Yes. Yeah, live action, and it deals with the girls when they're all grown up and they're they're kind of coming to terms with the fact that they spent most of their youth as crime-fighting superheroes. <clears throat> um, Disney in a little bit more hot water because Shang-Chi, they're not going to uh, allow it to be premium plus access. So, you know, people can't pay the $30 to get it early they're only going to have it in the theaters um apparently one of the head honchos over at disney said that they're doing this as an experiment and the shang chi star was like uh no we are not an experiment do not call us that we are a movie and a lot of people are kind of pissed about that because they are liking the option of paying 30 dollars to not have to go to a theater and to just kind of own it early yep so um, so we haven't gotten this third season yet of, uh, what we do in the shadows, but it's already been renewed for a fourth season. Brilliant. I love that. Uh, simultaneously, um, American horror stories is getting a second season. Great. I'm really enjoying this season compared to, I, I just, again, I like the true anthology, I like the real anthology. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now you remember how Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney over the, release thing the premiere access yeah that she lost money over it yep so emma stone was also considering doing that from what i had read she was weighing her options well this week we got uh, an announcement that emma stone has signed a deal for starring in cruella 2 yep so i guess that's not going to happen i can't imagine well, she's going to turn around and then sue them i also saw a thing earlier this week that said that um That uh, Disney's never going to work with Scarlett Johansson again. Mm. I mean, I could kind of believe that since she's got no more home in the Marvel Universe. I mean, she's dead. The only thing that yeah. she'd come out of, if, if you will come out of, is... Um, <laughs> I see you, she did. Yeah. Is... Uh, um, Like a what if or a flashback or something of that nature. Right. Yep. Um, but I am interested in Cruella too, because I like the first one. Um, yeah. And this is kind of cool. They just talked about this today. Uh, apparently, originally, the Suicide Squad's villain was going to be Superman instead of Starro. Really? 
well, remember how Justice League Snyder Cut ended and it had that whole twist that, you know, ooh, in the future we see that Superman is the bad guy. So they were they were toying with that idea, that idea originally. James Gunn was batting it around, but then he decided, no, he didn't want to do that. He wanted to do Star instead. Could have been interesting. I mean, I guess it could have been, yeah. And the last thing that I got, Apple TV Plus, which I'm loving more and more the more I watch of it. Uh, it's getting another new TV series. Uh, by the way, I didn't know if you realized this or not. Ted Lasso is done by Bill Lawrence. I saw that when I was watching the opening credits, and I was like, ooh. Yep. And I'm, at I'm, least, I'm sucked in even more. At least one or two of the episodes were directed by Zach Braff. Um, so Apple TV Plus is getting Bad Monkey an original drama from, well, a drama from Bill Lawrence. It's going to star Vince Vaughn. So I'm already hooked on both of those. Um, it's a new 10 episode drama from Emmy award nominated writer and executive producer, Bill Lawrence that will star Vince Vaughn, who will also serve as an executive producer. Bad monkey tells the story of Andrew Yancey, a one-time detective demoted to restaurant inspector in Southern Florida. A severed arm found by a tourist out fishing pulls Yancey into the world of greed and corruption that decimates the land and environment in both Florida and the Bahamas. And yes, there's a monkey. All right. It's uh, based on Carl Hisson's 2013 novel of the same name, uh, a New York Times bestseller and enduring cult favorite. So, yeah. That'll be fun. I can get behind that. I think that's all that I've got for news items. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got for this week. All right. Well, that's all I got as well. So I guess. guess We call it it a show. We'll call it a show. All right. I'm on the, uh, I'm on, I'm on the Twitter. I'm superstar Mel. I'm the quantum geek G three, three K. Thank you very much. Oh no, no. Thank you very much. No, thank you. No, no, no. Thank me. No, I'm, I'm thanking you. Yes, thank me. Right, I did. Yes. I thanked you. Yes.